love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Thursday, December 6, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you uh, to Friday Eve, and let's introduce everybody. There's Drew. Man, my front doorstep's starting to look like the bottom of a Christmas tree every day. All stupid packages coming. <gasps> oh, it must be nice. That's, yeah, like, that's, that's <laughs> no, not for me! Uh, Do you know that... Must be nice to have packages come to the door. <laughs> All right, Bethany, the mouth from the south is right over there. I would like to tell you, Drew, that the UPS and FedEx truck is like the ice cream truck for moms. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> Well, his new motto, clearly, sweatpants are the best pants. Our host, The Fitz. It's athleisure. The Kardashians yes, taught me. That's right. It's athleisure gear, and the Kardashians said that this is uh, trendy right now. Yeah, I mean, you could put a new name on it. It's the same thing. It's wearing sweatpants. Tom Brady dresses like this. He's an athlete. <laughs> well, you don't think I sweat doing this show? You don't have to tear those off to perform your job. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> then why do I do it? <laughs> All right, let's begin with a, a little pre-show warm-up jam. Get us going for today before we kick off the show. Come on, Hank. Country music singers have always been a real close family. But lately, some of my kin folks have disowned a few others and me. I guess it's because I kind of changed my direction. Lord, I they're talking about my family. <laughs> I thought it was the bio for my family. It's actually describing both of our family. Right. <laughs> I mean, y'all, my family. And Bethany, the mouth from the South family. I don't know. We lo- we embrace the dysfunction. We embrace it. My gosh. I mean, I'm friends with one one of my crazy uncles. I've got two. <laughs> Did you know how she described? Yeah, one of my crazy uncles. One of them. Yeah, I've got two. Yeah, one. And uh, he put up this crazy Facebook Post and he's making the weirdest face ever. And I, I mean, I screenshot his posts all the time just so I can just kind of always remember where I came from. I've met one of your crazy <laughs> uncles and he did not disappoint. He right? was a good time. Everyone, everyone knows. I took out uh, Bethany's uncle when I, Uncle Mark, you know, mm-hmm. oh. one of the crazy ones. He straight up almost got us kicked out of, of a nice little beer joint. It was a wine. It was a Yeah, I, yeah. I was there. Oh, I know yes. you were there. <laughs> Hey, man, I weren't sure she wasn't talking to me. <laughs> he was hilarious. So, especially during the holidays, 
You know, a lot of people don't like to go hang out with their families because of all the you know crazy dysfunction, but you got to embrace it. Let's yeah, all, let, I mean, let's let's learn to embrace the crazy because it makes for better Facebook posts. And besides, what choice do you have? <laughs> yeah, what right. choice do we have? And, and their family, and uh, that's all that matters, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, here comes the Thursday show. Let's go. The legendary Fitz happens live. And now, and now, my daddy. now, it's time for your. What are you kidding? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, Friday Eve is upon us. What's up? And uh, I am Sir Fitzalot. Standing by with the news that did not make the news as I take you out of Cal State. This is titled, That's the Most Annoying Thing in the World. There's a Cal State basketball fan who screams every time an opposing player shoots a free throw. They even featured her on SportsCenter the other night because she's absolutely so annoying. Ugh. How's that fair? Well, I mean, throughout Can't the years, everybody get- screams during free throws. Everybody does it. Yeah. They know, wave towels. Know, they swing but, around inflatables. But if there's yeah. like someone that's like actually like really just over-the-top annoying, can't you be like, okay. Well, I mean, like, I've seen people hold like very risque, like huge pictures and banners in front of the people shooting the free. And I'm like, how are they allowing this? Right. I mean, I was shocked. So apparently, you can get away with anything. Okay. All right. So this is the again the annoying girl who screams. Oh no! I don't at, know if I want to hear it. At college basketball games, Ali goes to the free throw line, and now we hear a lady from Northridge yelling. Every free throw. Oh, oh my! Settle down. <laughs> she was doing it all night. All night. All night. In the Northridge jersey. Correct. Where do you get one of those? At the Northridge team store. Right that, there at, on campus. .edu or .com. Okay, come on, guys. Big uh, over here. <laughs> there it is. So that's it. it Na- national news. Just like that. National news. Was she that loud or was the, the crowd quiet? Right. It, well, if, think if maybe it was a home game and she was a visitor, right? So there wasn't a lot of visitors there, so maybe she was... Oh. Anyway. Hmm. Hey, it's, I it give her like something from a horror. Yeah, it's you know, as like you're walking scream. through a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, now she's famous. <laughs> Page two. What, what are, are you, you kidding, kidding me? me? Ladies and gentlemen, out of Pennsylvania, love hurts. I mean, really hurts. A woman who is a little over 300 pounds in Pennsylvania just pleaded guilty to. Now, the only reason I mentioned her, her uh, the weight of, mm-hmm. uh, of, the, of this woman is there's there's a reason it for it. Pertains to yeah, the story. Usually I don't talk about the weight of a woman. Mm-hmm. I know much. I know better than that. It's polite. Of course. Impolite. Yep. So anyway, this this woman in Pennsylvania uh, pleaded guilty to killing her 120-pound boyfriend <laughs> by crushing him under <laughs> her after an argument. Oh, she is facing up to 36 years in prison for third-degree murder. Okay, third degree. So that obviously means you guys first remember the title of this premeditated. What was the title of the story? Lovers. <laughs> okay, so first degree is premeditated. Second degree is that you 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 may not have necessarily meant to, uh-huh. but it happened. Right. right? Third degree. And then what's third degree? Uh, I, mean, I don't it, really it's know. It's one step above manslaughter. Third degree is uh, you. Sounds you like volitionally she meant to do it. made the effort, but oh. you didn't. 
Uh, you didn't. Maybe it that was not premeditated. An excruciating death, guys. Or there, hang on, I'm, I'm getting more detailed. There, there was a bad argument. She was drunk and wanted to smoke crack, and he didn't. They wound up on the couch, and he was smothered to death. Well, look. May he rest in peace. I yeah. mean, I don't even this know. This is either the yeah. worst possible way to go or the best. The best, depending on your point of view. This guy may have loved it. Who knows? That's a great point, Drew. That's a great observation. And there you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. It's Friday Eve. Uh, Reach out and uh, say hi to me on social media. I mean, you could find me... Everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. It's just two words, and those words are follow fits. Follow fits. Again, folks, that is follow fits. Just two words on social media. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't know if y'all know this, but uh, my buddy Drew over here, aka Barry White. Yeah. Um, he, he's a United States Marine. He, he he was in the Marines, and and did all that stuff. And you, and ever you know you hear me saying on the show that I just feel like I haven't done anything in my life. I'm uh, you know I've been a talking head behind a microphone. And, uh, you know, when you see all these, you know, wonderful heroes, people that just served and did wonderful things for their nation. And, Drew, you are a Marine. And then you got somebody like me who really hadn't done a, a dang thing. No, that's why, that's why you lift them up. Yeah. If you're a civilian, the best thing you can do is talk positively about that's the people true. that sacrificed their lives, you know, to, to serve. A, a Purple Heart recipient, he did tell me one time, he said, you do serve your country. He said, you serve your country by... You know, talking about the troops on your show and stuff with the troop salute. But then you got Drew over here pouring more salt on the wound. Apparently, he feels the need to have a conversation with somebody in the military about whether or not, if I wanted to at my age, join the military. Because I was wondering if you could join at, you know, the age of 40, 30, 40. Mm-hmm. What did say? Okay, so I didn't go out seeking this information. <laughs> yes, it you just did. landed in my lap. I was speaking to my very good friend, uh, Staff Sergeant Brewer. What's he, up, Staff Sergeant Brewer? He is uh, an uh, Idaho Army National Guard recruiter. Gotcha. Works out of, uh, I think, North Idaho. Real good friend of mine. I was in the Marine Corps with him 20 years ago. Now he's in the National Guard. Must be nice. Yeah, we were just talking about the things, catching up like friends do, and that issue came up. He and was talking what, about and, recruiting. And what did you say? You said, I have a buddy who feels like he hasn't done a dang thing with his life. Uh-huh. And I said, you know, uh, he was wondering, is there an age limit? Is there a cutoff? Can he still get in if he wanted to? You know, maybe join the Guard. I'm sorry to tell you, you are not eligible to join the Guard. You're just a couple of years what about the Over Army the or the Marines or Air Force? Uh, I believe that's a negative across the board. However, interesting news, I, don't think I so. am eligible. <gasps> Even though I'm older than you, I'm eligible because of my prior service. If I can complete 20 years, including my prior service, before I'm 60, I'm eligible. That is so not fair. 
<laughs> it's really not. <laughs> so basically, anybody terrible. So people who really, really want to serve, if they say you're at a certain whatever age, well, mm-hmm. thirty. It was just age. It, there was no other qualification. They didn't say we don't like you. You're no good. It's, it's purely a number. Didn't they want to look at me? It's just a number on the paper. Maybe you can get a waiver. We didn't. We didn't dig deep into the topic. Well, not only that, but I think if we're ever caught in, uh, you know, how many stories we've seen, like on that Medal of Honor show where they wow. were passed over, yeah. you know, and then actually they needed the troops, so they started, you know, if things waving. get real bad, taking yeah. taking yeah. the civilians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you really want to go and well, wherever your country really ever needs you, I'll be there. They'll call you up. I believe, though, I, I swear, I, I did Google something to see if I could, because uh, I just, how, how, what, how old am I? Uh, Are you serious? You, am I, you never tell a lady's age. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> I have never. You're 40. 40 years old. So anyway, I did read a couple of spots that there are maybe some waivers. I don't know. I just feel like, I honestly feel like you just really wanted to rub that in today, that you could still go and, and serve your nation. And I can't. I thought it was helping you out with some information you were looking for. I might for. as well just Can I, come on. You know what I could do? I was I? wondering if maybe like uh, um, Armed Services Radio could use maybe like a personality oh, like me. Now idea. you're talking. Yeah. But uh, Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, Can I get my stripes doing that? He did. Stan Lee. Stan Lee was an artist. In in the remember mm-hmm. World War II. Yeah, yeah, but you. I mean, I could I of could just combat stuff, young. Drew. I mean, I'm a big dude. I could. I mean, okay, I could be come on, used hey, for something hey, more hey, than that. Hey, hey, hey. You almost threw out your back during kindergarten basketball practice yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, we don't have to tell them that. We'll just leave that off the application. You might want to strengthen that area. Strengthen the core. Drew, do they, the yeah, core. do they have uh, lumbar strengthening in the military? Uh, are you asking if they have Pilates <laughs> in the United States Army? I don't know. Dude, I don't think so. Hey, if they have Pilates, I'm signing up tomorrow. <laughs> Tell me where the hot yoga studio is. (laughs) Base hot yoga. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. That's right, folks. Welcome back to SportsCenter. No, just teasing. Uh, check this out. You know, the NFL is changing a bunch of rules and stuff lately. Obviously, uh, with everything, we're, we're learning about the concussions and the CTE. Ace. And it's, what yeah, is it? CTE. You're CTE. Right. Um, a lot of the rules are changing uh, in the game for safety of the players. Well, now the NFL is changing how punts work. It can happen as early as next season. Um, and, and this is all about the issue of safety, but the thing is, they really don't have any idea on what to do. Mm-hmm. So they're literally asking the public, hey, do you have any ideas on what we could do with the punt? Before this season, concussions were five times more likely to occur on kickoffs than the average run or pass play, making it the wow. most dangerous play in the game. Yep. Think about no it, special idea. teams running full yeah, speed it, down the, the field. it's the closing speed. They kick the ball and this entire yes. squad like runs full speed for that other team, which is then going to try to block you know, or it's right. the actual the ball handler gonna pick up that ball. So each side is running full speed, if you can imagine, toward oh each gosh. other on kickoffs and what? And the punts. Punts are next on the list, causing twice as many concussions as the average play. Wow. So um they're trying to make them safer. And they're wanting to know if you have a good idea for the NFL. Tweet them, write them. They're currently 
what they call crowdsourcing that's really ideas. Cool. That's a really smart idea because ultimately yeah. it's the fan experience that matters. That's what's going to keep your butts in the seats, buying tickets, watching it on TV. So ask the fans what they want. I but love just it. Think and about those that, young if, athletes running, you know, again, full speed on those plays. That's crazy. I, that's scary. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I would turn the other direction. I can't believe people actually do that. <laughs> so what, turn the other direction? <laughs> no, I can't believe people actually run at each other at full speed. I mean, I would totally be running back into the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, Drew, choose your news. Well, this guy's either a great villain or uh, a great hero, but either way, he's spending hard-earned dollars to figure out what's really important, and that is Exactly how many French fries is the exact right amount of French fries? So this researcher, uh, his name is uh, Professor Eric Rim from Harvard University, works in the nutrition department. Harvard. Is that Harvard? Yeah. He spent university money to do a long, detailed study right. on exactly the right amount of French fries. And you're not going to believe the number. What He's do you mean got the right amount? The For amount that you, you get to enjoy the French fry experience, but it's not so much that you're now damaging your own okay. health. Okay. Right? Okay. You can have some fries. With and, and still okay. be on the good side of health. Guess the number, Fitz. You got an idea? Thirty-two. Twelve. Bethany, the correct number of French fries is six. Six. So next time you're at McDee's, make sure you order the extra, extra, extra small fry. No. You only need six. I get more it. of that caught in my shirt. <laughs> I drop more between the seats of my car. <laughs> I, li- I like getting them out of your shirt. Oh lord. <laughs> Here we go. But anyway, all right. So you're, you're, what's the point, right? Six. Yeah. What's the point of life? Six fries and now our lettuce. Can we just end it? Can, can I mean, we just? Yeah. No fries. Okay, no yeah. lettuce. Whoever thought that romaine lettuce was going to kill somebody? All right. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Choose your news. Okay. So, have you ever felt like you just wanted to smash something? You know, get so angry, yeah. and obviously you don't want to do it in your own house because you think to yourself, I'm "I really, paid for that." I'm, all right, I paid for that. Well, people might think I'm crazy. But, and not only that, but maybe you've you've done it at least once or twice, and then you feel that regret, that instant regret after oh, you do it. I really like that lamp. Well, there's this new thing, this new headlight. trend everywhere, and it's popping up everywhere. It's called rage rooms. This is something, like, for instance, this lady, uh, let's see, her name is Sierra Miller. She opened up um, Craze, and this is in Memphis, and it's basically uh, where you get to come in and safely let loose without being judged. They clean it all up for you. Like breaking glass and stuff? Yes, you get to choose a certain different... different things they have glassware they've got computers they've got printers they've what about got... like old pieces of art <laughs> yeah this is the great part all the stuff that you smash is donated so you don't have to feel bad oh. about spending the money right all right so you get to go in smash it and not even have to clean up there you go thursdays choose your news fit happens live this is the fit show fit happens live Welcome back to the show, and if you're not a P1, you need to be one. Just tune us in, turn it up, and keep it on. Set this show as the number one button on your preset, and never, ever, ever take it off. It is the most exclusive club that anyone can join. Just lock this show in on your number one preset, that first button, that number one on your radio, and you never take it off. You're with us. We're with you. You know, over the years, I've been uh, really lucky to be able to coach you know, my kids in, in different sports and stuff, and uh, um, I have a new basketball team this year. Uh, and I'm the coach of my little kid's team, my, my daughter, Drew, who is six, and my son, Cash, who is five. And we had our first practice last night. Woo! I thought we were, are we getting the big announcement here? What do you mean? The name? No, not yet. Well, not, not yet. yet? See, okay. I, yeah, I was, I was going to get to that. Well, first there was the practice. And 
This is the first time I've worked with the the little little kids. You know, usually it's like, you know, the eight, twelve, twelve, nine. eight, nine, or maybe even twelve, thirteen year olds and stuff that I've coached before. But let me tell you something: the five and six year olds. It is a completely new and exhausting ball game. And what I mean is. I was, did you see me when I was done? Oh, yeah. You were drenched. I was completely drenched. Like, I'd had this full workout. And not really because of all the movement and stuff, mainly of, you know, kind of walking with the little ones and showing them where to go. That's where I was getting my steps and my sweat. I picture it like herding cats. I picture, like, all these kids going separate directions at the same time. Yes. Yes. How do you think the practice went? I thought Uh, it went spectacularly. And even I, I could tell all the parents were smiling. They were happy. You were really positive with all the kids. I just like that. Yeah, we just, you know what? The important thing was we had a lot of fun. But at the end of the practice, we did discuss what the name of our little team is going to be. And I and I, uh, I had all little new basketballs for them. So they all get to go home and keep their ball. Nice. They're responsible for their basketball. And uh, I'm like, okay, guys, now every team has got to have a team name. What do you think? And I heard a couple of good ones. Um, my daughter, Drew, wants to be the Star Warriors. Mm-hmm. Cash good, wants good to play. Cash wants to be the Golden Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's a sweet little girl, Ella. And she wanted to be the Gleamers. Okay. Charlie wanted to be the Skittles. <laughs> and uh, right. there, there's a couple, a couple more, and I'm, I'm really open to some really cool suggestions. The I said, wolves. I yeah, we had some the wolves. Lions. I think if you want Skittles, you could maybe look for some corporate sponsorship. For sure. Maybe get the Mars company to buy yeah. you some jerseys, but each jersey would be a different color, though. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Yeah. The Skittles. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the other team. Everyone's got a different jersey. On. Guys, today we have the toughest game of our life. We're taking on the Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you lost to the Skittles. <laughs> Not the Skittles. Wouldn't it be great if the Skittles ended up being like the most feared team throughout <laughs> yeah. the land? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you get to? De- I mean, how? But how do we finally decide what the name of the team is going to be? Well, is it a democracy? Are you going to let the kids vote? Absolutely. Get their I, first taste, maybe? I, I want them to feel like they chose the name of their team. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the Skittles or the Gleamers or the Golden... Uh, Warriors? Yeah. Did Go. every kid come up with an idea or just a few kids? Just a few. And no, I threw it out to the moms asked, and dads, you too. You asked every kid, and every kid gave you an answer. The only one that didn't give you an answer right away was Ella. Yeah. And then later on, she came back up to you after with the practice gleamers. and told, her, told him the Gleamers. So if anybody has any idea, I would love some suggestions uh, for my little kid's basketball team. You could just message me real quick. Facebook.com slash follow fit. Stand by. A reality check is on the way next The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by for The Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip is on the way in just a little bit with Bethany, the mouth from the South. What's up? So remember we talked about Netflix and how they were getting rid of Friends (gasps) as of January 1st, 2019. Right, right. Well, I'm going to tell you um, what Netflix actually had to do to keep Friends because they've decided they're going to keep it on, but they had to jump. Yeah, things got nasty, and they had to jump through some hoops. Drew is standing by with the Thursday reality check. Thousands are visiting Capitol Hill to pay their respects to President George H.W. Bush. Yes, and that national funeral service was held yesterday, and I think just about all the eyes in the nation were on it. All the major networks preempted their programming uh, for the funeral. And really, I watched it. It was an amazing 
service and did, ceremony. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen some of the video yet. Did, did you say that W was up there and he was he, he oh, started crying? Uh, your heart just went out to him. He, you know, yeah. he had told some reporters and his family that he was going to not cry. He was going to keep it together. He was going to be very proper. And and when he got up there and started delivering his eulogy to his father, he he just cracked. He broke down. Yeah, that's his it, I mean, it was amazing. That's his daddy. Yeah, he said, um, his daddy. I believe towards the end, he said he was the best father any son or daughter. Could have ever had. Yeah, I mean the family just truly shaken. Uh, even though you know they they, I guess had some preparation for this, but uh, just, you're never ready. You, are you can you? never be ready. No, yeah, right. But I did read that the family also, although they're of course horribly saddened, but they feel comforted by the fact that he wanted to go where he was going. He yeah, wanted, he, he couldn't he, wait to see Barbara. Mm-hmm. He really went his way, and, yeah. and he decided sort of. Uh, you know, they always say. Uh, as you as you age and get older, you kind of have that internal ability that when you're ready, you're ready. And, and isn't that beautiful in a way? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and even though, uh, of course, a very somber and sad event, there were a lot of positives that, that come from it just as a nation, as a people. Uh, one of the moments that's being shown all over the world, or definitely all over the nation, is the moment between... George W. Bush and Michelle Obama. He was shown handing her, he reached into his pocket at one point during the service and he reached across and he handed her what appeared to be a piece of candy. Now this is sort of a repeat. I thought this was from the McCain one. It's a repeat of what he did at the McCain funeral. So it's just a nice little bond. Of course, we know that they've become very tight over the years. He and Michelle Obama have have said many times, like we're kind of, they call each other partners in crime. Like they love to do stuff together. They love to get involved in events together and and issues. I think it was very sweet to know and you could tell on her face to know that he thought of her even though he was going through such a hard time. He obviously thought to himself, I'm going to put this piece of candy in my pocket. This is for Michelle. You know, like, you know, what, just going back, Going back to the love of a nation, I mean, look at how the, the country has reacted. And did you see the line? I was watching last night, uh, the night before on social media. Uh, you guys, the, the line was so long. This guy was like walking, he said, for 15 minutes with his phone filming the line in sub-freezing temperatures where they... They just want to get a glimpse of the president. Isn't some, that amazing? It's amazing. Something I saw that I really, uh, it really kind of uplifted me was that the news coverage. There was a lot of talk about unifying and how this brought everyone together and how he was a unifier and this yeah. was his last final giant moment of unification and brought everyone together and caused everyone to think about kind of how things were and how they could be again and how we can get things back on track as a nation and and bind ourselves as a nation. And there you go. That's a Thursday reality check. 2018. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Uh, What's trending right now? Uh, Spice Girls. Uh, The ticket sales for the Spice Girls tour. You know, they've been very, very disappointing. And some experts are saying that you know the slow sales could be you know could it be victoria beckham's absence maybe lackluster right. promotion for the tour or the fact that it's not 1997 <laughs> yeah that could <laughs> be Put that it. calendar over <laughs> i mean all right i would love to go i'd love to check out the spice girls tour not me there's like three songs or would it be sad over. well it'll all be lip synced i'm sure so it'll have, be a great have, performance have a country artist come in and open up for you come on we'll get jason Aldean. And the Spice Girls tour together? The, the clash of audiences I think the Spice right Girls should tour with, like, New Kids on the Block. And, you know, like, it should just be a whole group of them. What about, like, Spice Girls and Chris Stapleton? That is uh, the tour America wants to see. What, what are you, what, what are you, you talking imagine? about? Let's add Salt and Peppa in there, too. Yeah, yeah Stapleton, <laughs> Salt, and Spice. 
There you go. S3 tour. Stapleton salt and, and spice. spice. There's something there. All right, Bethany's standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip. Okay, so Billboard has come out with a whole bunch of lists. Basically, it's the end of the year, so get ready for the lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, their top artist of the year is Drake. They were just to let you know how many lists they actually released. Oh, it was 184 lists. What? <laughs> 184 lists. Who's gonna read that? Right? Okay, what else? So, so Drake their, number one. Their top new artist is Cardi B. Uh, top Billboard 200 album was Taylor Swift's Reputation. And the number one Hot 100 song of 2018 was God's Plan by who else but Drake. Yep. Well, um, oh, my God. You know, speaking of the Cardi B, she just got divorced. She just left uh, Offset. She did? Yeah. Well, she's not divorced yet. Well, no, they're, but they're done. Yeah, really? they're getting divorced. Yeah. Uh, Top else? celebrity divorces of Shocking. 2018. Yeah. Shocking. Cardi B and Offset. Are done. That's a real person's name? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. That's a character? I think it is. Mm-hmm. Offset. He's a rapper. All right, then. What All else right. is going Moving on? Moving on to the bad. Hulu and AT&T have found a new way to slip ads into the streaming experience. Now, I know I said it's going to be bad, but this is kind of interesting. They're going to start running ad content whenever you pause a show. Ah. So, theoretically, these ads can help keep subscription costs down. So, there's that. So, mm-hmm. I would much yeah. rather them run it while I, while I, mean, I pause the show and walk out to go well, make yeah. a, take a TT break. Yeah. That's you, you know. want to make a sandwich in the kitchen yeah. or go into the bathroom. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, everybody's got to make money somehow. You know, ads are ads. You know, everybody's got to make money. But wouldn't you rather it be during the pause <laughs> than in the middle of your show while you're watching? That's right. Well, yeah. I don't Ads pay my bills, too, so. <laughs> That's true. Good point. By the way, if you'd like to be a part of, uh, you know, uh, advertising on this show, contact our sales manager today. All right, what else is going on? All right, moving on to the gossip. I promised you details on that Netflix and Friends debacle because oh my gosh, yes. uh, Friends was going to be taken off of Netflix as of January 1st, 2019, and everyone made such a big deal out of it. They said, never mind. Okay, we're going to keep them on. But they had to pay some serious money, y'all. And some so, serious cash. Do the friends get uh, compensated for this as well? Ooh, I, I have no idea if the deals they had even covered digital rights. Because they're, I mean, this show's been off the air already for a decade. Mm-hmm. So do know. they even have digital rights in their contract? I mean, there's syndication rights, and I'm sure those just kind of go. But, all right, it's getting crazy. I don't know. But I can tell you that they reported, Netflix, I mean, reportedly paid between 70 and and $100 million for the entire 2019 year. Up until now, they've been paying $30 million a year. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens live. live. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. For Thursday, December 6, 2018, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my name is Fitz. Nice to meet you. Today, if you're having a birthday, you celebrate it with Johnny Football. That's right. Johnny Manziel is 26 years old today. Yeah, I think we're going to have to come up with a new nickname for him. Isn't he playing in the Canadian League right now? I know he got in some trouble, and then he went to go play in Canada. Yeah, the question is, is he still playing there, or has he found a way to blow it there, too? I mean, the, the the kid's just on a He gets in his own way. Course. Yeah. I mean, his, he's getting in his own way. Come yeah. on. I mean, this yeah. guy had every... He did. Ta- I mean, he what? He had everything. And, you know, he just made some bad choices. Yeah. Hopefully somebody gets him on track, you know. Yeah. But there's always Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Love you, Baker. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, Judd Apatow 
is 51 years old today. He's the uh, the writer and director of The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Anchorman. So many. So many greats. This is 40. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been, when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clearer in the light of day. And we know the night is always going to be here anyway. Hang on, we got to wait until this one. Thinking of you's working on my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together make a sparks ignite. And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Sky rockets in flight. We do need to celebrate that guy's birthday. He is... He has definitely given me lots of laughs over the years. Ron Burgundy? No, I'm oh. talking about Judd Apatow. <laughs> I mean, if he did the 40-year-old virgin and... Yeah. And the, I mean, come on. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just... What was it, the 40-year-old Again. virgin? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he did okay. that one, too. There was a time, I can say any names, but I worked with an individual who hated the movie uh, Anchorman. And, it's impossible. And, and I'm like, you are not human. Yeah. You please. haven't seen it then. Yeah. I was like, someone save me. You know what I mean? Oh. Did you watch it while you're being held up at gunpoint or something? <laughs> like, how can you hate this movie? What how, associate? Yeah. What are how you can you hate Anchorman? It? You know? All right. Anyway, let's move on. 1,673 years ago, the real, uh, 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 there was a man, his name was St. Nicholas, right? And he secretly gave gifts to poor brides-to-be. And uh, he's now the patron saint of, uh, uh, what is it? St. Nick is the patron saint of what? I don't know. You're Catholic, Bethany. Well, I, I, I mm. Christmas. Well, I was about to say yes, Christmas, yes, but. because you know, um, after that, you know, God said, "Listen, Saint Nick, you're going to live forever, and I hereby make you Santa Claus." And but then, you got to move to the North Pole. And he made a lab. He made him move to the North Pole. The facilities are pretty. Um, by the way, kids, the facilities at the North Pole pretty unbelievable. Well, it really makes geographic sense because sitting right on top of the planet, everything's just downhill. Oh, you're right. Think about it. Just, yeah. yeah, Bethany, what? Well. Um, Don't change my Santa story. He's, it's perfect. No, he's, he's just the patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, repentant thieves, children. Okay, anyway. Thing. Yeah, but he's Santa now, so yeah, it's all good. Is. And I definitely want to get to this, you guys. It was 77 years ago. In 1941, President Franklin Roosevelt appealed for peace to Emperor Hirohito of Japan. And Pearl Harbor was bombed the next day. Wow. I guess that's uh, a no. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to point out some of those uh, important dates today. Fitz happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here, of course, and I am uh, ready to provide the news that did not make the news. I'm going to begin with a story out of Connecticut. Sticky situation. Sorry, it reminds me of a South Park episode. Oh, does it? Yeah. A landscaper in Connecticut recently seduced a co-worker by taking off his clothes uh, while they were at work and covering himself in maple syrup. What? Was he trying to seduce a, a bear or something? <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of wild... A, a dog, maybe? Yeah. No, Drew. 
bear. She contributed to the action. Uh, she brought blueberry jelly into the mix. What is the workplace we're talking about? This is in the workplace? Wait, maple syrup and she mixed it with jelly. It's like a straight up peanut butter and Peanut butter jelly time, peanut butter jelly time. Yeah, but here's the problem. She didn't know that he was secretly recording them. And when she found out, she went to the popo, and the guy was just arrested for voyeurism. And he is straight up going to the popo. So forget about what they were doing at yeah. work. Uh, oh, this was, I thought this was a perfectly harmless, get naked, smear yourself in condiments situation, and he had to make it dirty by filming it. <laughs> so he got in trouble for filming it, but what kind not of a man are you? for covering himself in honey at work. Yeah. I thought I found my match. The man who loved to douse himself in syrup. Yeah. At but work. Syrup, that's but then right. you had to go off and record me. Then you had to go be a creep about it. <laughs> All right, page two. Why are you kidding me? Out of England. Love me tender. A guy in England uh, just days ago asked his Tinder date to wear a black dress. And there's a reason for that. It turned out he was taking her to his grandma's funeral. <laughs> oh. My. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Is she a keeper? She stayed for the entire thing, holding his hand while he cried. But then she made him take her home. And there is no word on whether uh, there's going to be a second date. Uh, yeah. That's Can we get a second date update? <laughs> I think he was trying to leverage the sensitive guy angle here. But, I mean, really, what? how much more of a date could they have gone on after a funeral? Like, all right, that's over. Let me wipe away these tears and let's go Let's go have well, some after fun. A lot of, after a lot of funerals, you know, there's usually like a really good dinner or, you know, buffet. Yeah, but everyone's crying. Yeah, and everyone's talking about... Granny's wonderful words of wisdom yes, and her and yeah. artwork Great times around the Christmas tree. Yeah. And- <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, folks. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. All right. Have you guys been watching the Hallmark Channel for the past few days? You know, I just I haven't found the time yet, but it's on my list. Even with all the Hallmark Channel check-ins and stuff we've been doing on the show, telling you what's going to be playing on the Hallmark Channel, you still haven't watched the Hallmark Channel show. You're getting me interested, but you know, I need a little more warm. Telling you, Christmas at the Palace. It hasn't become priority yet. Well, today's a good stuff story. I believe everybody should expect to see on a Hallmark Channel movie very, very soon, or at least it should be, because nine-year-old Dane, and his name is Dane Best. He lives in Severance, Colorado. It's a small town outside of Fort Collins. That's about 60 miles north of Denver. And check this out. For the past 98 years, they've had an active ban on snowball fights. Not allowed. Seriously? You do it, you go straight to jail for like 10 years. Right? Crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad, though. You, you really can't have snowball fights there. Oh. The law actually states, and I actually went to uh, uh, their little Facebook page to get this information, that you couldn't throw objects at people, animals, or property. Uh, so it was more about throwing rocks and stuff like that that'll hurt someone. But no one had ever been arrested for throwing a snowball. But technically, it is still illegal. And the people know that that is still illegal. So last Monday, Dane shows up to the city council meeting, and he's, he's got his little bow tie on. And he gave an impassioned three-minute speech on why that law was just absolutely unjust. 
I feel like this little kid is kind of saving Christmas, to be honest with Politician you. Politician already. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in the end, the city council voted unanimously to overturn the law. A bunch of other kids were there with, the, with their parents, and they were cheering when the law passed. And then the mayor presented Dane with two snowballs outside. Did he huck them at him? Because <laughs> that would be appropriate. <laughs> I mean, he should have. He, Go ahead, kid. Take a whack at me. The kid should have walked out the courtroom, and as he was giving his press conference, just like, pop, pop. Just pelt him with snowballs. And he's like, you asked for it. But isn't it fun? Well, he got the snowballs, and he and his four-year-old brother, Dax, you know, they uh, they got to throw the first legal snowballs in the town's history. It's an outdated law, and I want to throw a snowball without getting in trouble. He came home, and he was really engaged with, Mom, these laws are silly. I asked my mom if I could do it, and she called the town hall, and then she told me I had that to make a speech. Today's kids need re- reasons to play outside. Research suggests that a lack of exposure to the outdoors can lead to obesity, ADHD, anxiety, and depression. Kids want to have snowball fights without breaking the law. Sounds like you just changed the law, buddy. Yeah, but you didn't say about what happens when you take a snowball to the nostrils. Ooh, it's the ice balls that get you. <laughs> The ice balls. Yeah, you pack them real tight. <gasps> yeah. Uh, all right, so there you go, folks. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. It's the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live, 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 Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you like Twitter, find me on Twitter. Just search two words, follow Fitz. Again, that's two words, follow Fitz. My buddy Drew is right there, and uh, there's Bethany, the mouth from the south. If you can imagine for just a moment, that toy that whenever you hear the, the, the sound the toy makes, what toy it, does your child have that drives you absolutely out of your mind. I mean, we're not even to Christmas yet, but mm-hmm. already it's like certain toys are being brought out in my house and leading up to Christmas Day. And I went to bed with Teddy Ruxpin last night and, you know, early, early in the morning, it's Teddy Ruxpin and you wake up and you see these really, you know, kind of really big glowing eyes staring at you. And then he's like, ah, I'm Teddy Ruxpin. Can you and I be friends? <laughs> and it's like, you know, 427 Not before my coffee, Teddy. Yeah, get out of here, Teddy. So my daughter's all about Teddy Ruxpin right now, and then she's like, you know, and then that leads to another forty-five minutes of Daddy. Well, did you have Teddy Ruxpin when you were little? I'm like, yeah, I actually did, but you had to put a cassette tape in Teddy Ruxpin for Mm -hmm. him to talk then, and now. And he was gigantic too. Now he's web enabled. Yep. Yeah, is there really like a Teddy Ruxpin app now? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it, how it's he, Bluetooth, isn't it? Yeah, that's how he talks. Is you have to put it on the app, and the app tells the story while he also, you know, he actually talks. <sighs> and his eyes light up, and they 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 almost look like uh, laser like in the middle of the night. It's very petrifying. I imagine because before they were the, those clamshell like clack clack, like, like they snap open and shut. Yeah. Now they're like those lenses. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to hear from you right now, moms and dads. Wherever you are right now, what is that one toy that just makes the annoying, 
the crazy sound in your house that you just wish that your child did not have. Yeah, as, as a, uh, I don't have any children, but both of my sisters do. When their kids were younger, I would set out every year at Christmas to buy the most noisy and annoying <laughs> toys I could Are for their kidding? kids. Oh, yeah, every year. You did it on purpose. Yeah, oh, yeah. One year I got this wacky sax for my niece Madison uh, when she was, I don't know, five or six, and it was this plastic saxophone that had all kinds of lights and buttons and it made all these crazy noises and the, it was better than I could have dreamed because the thing would just go off on its own so they'd be everyone oh. would be asleep in the house and suddenly this thing would start playing music and I, I believe it got shattered in the I driveway mean, it can almost point. give people heart attacks yeah well, it's like at Halloween when you're on the front porch and you walk past those little Dracula things and they're like Rah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know well for me okay uh, you know those little push mowers that have the pop, 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 Yes. If anyone gives you that present, they do not love you. If anyone gives your kids that present, they do not love you. Also, number two, anything that you press its hand or whatever and it starts dancing or singing. Yeah. I want to throw it out the window. And I just want to tell you, there's a new toy that's coming out this season. Loud noises. Loud noises. It's huge. It's uh, it's like a plush shark and it sings... The baby oh, shark, baby shark song. song. Oh, is baby that what is that what she was singing? Shark, baby do, shark song. Do, 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 do. Uh, oh. Get ready. Evil. All right. What is the most annoying toy in your household? I would I would love to hear from you. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Now back to more Fitz. Fitz it happens live. F I T with a Z. <laughs> You know, on Thursdays, we got to throw it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't everybody enjoy Throwback Thursday? I mean, occasionally I love getting in my memories. And you know you know what I've noticed? I've, I'm becoming a memory poster. Like, I see the memories uh, come up all the time, and I'm constantly, four years ago, I was with my dog getting whipped cream here. Or, I mean, it, it could be anything. That's He's not kidding. That's really his memory. Yeah, it really Puppuccinos. is. Puppuccinos. But, um... I just love that. Throwback Thursday is on. And here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to give you some Throwback Thursday jams and tell you the story behind the song. Why we chose this particular song for Throwback Thursday. Uh, And if you have any good Throwback Thursday jams, send me a message real quick. Um, Just go to Facebook. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Drew, please begin Throwback Thursday. Mine is a Christmas sound a christmas song and it's Mannheim steamrollers christmas oh lord is this what you have like when you're standing in your robe holding your wine standing by your blinds at night yes and here's the story yes so this is Mannheim steamrollers <laughs> been on forever i think this album came out in 83 or 84 but okay. my sixth grade music teacher introduced this to us and miss adair who's out there somewhere probably what's up miss adair uh and i mean mission accomplished she wanted to expose us to different music this really got me thinking like, it's the first time I heard a cool rendition of Christmas music where they, they did different instrumentation and made it sort of hip and cool. And you remember that as a kid. Yeah, and I've stuck with it. And it's why I love, uh, you know, the, what's the new one? Trans-Siberian. Trans-Siberian. Love that stuff. Wow. Because of this. Why don't you go to uh, Siberia and watch him perform it? Just might. Yeah, wouldn't that be Tickets are expensive. Are they really? Yeah. Uh, Bethany, what about you? What's your Throwback Thursday selection today? My Throwback Thursday is pretty old, um, but I like to listen to it when I'm doing the dishes (laughs) or mopping around the house. Really? It's fun, and um, it always gets me in a good mood. And name of the song and what year? 
I don't know the year. Well, it doesn't matter, I but guess. But it's old. <laughs> you'll know You'll know it's old in, I don't know, maybe the 50s, okay. I'm guessing. Let's see. It's Frankie Valley and Walk Like a Man. I'm a huge Robert Downey Jr. fan. This makes me think of Howie Mandel for some reason. Weird. I think um, he was in the movie Walk Like a Man, wasn't he? I don't know, but... I don't know. Google it. Yeah, but go ahead. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is in a movie. I believe it's called like Heart and Soul or, yep. or something like that. And it's... I always had a huge crush on Robert Downey Jr. whenever I was little. And he sings this song with the ghosts that are around him, if you've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. And so I've always loved it since then. I swear, I think Howie Mandel was in a movie called Walk Like a Man. I could be... It's weird what music does to you. Was your it mind. one where a dog and a man changed places or something? Oh. That's vaguely ringing a bell. Could be. Yeah. Um, all right, here's mine real quick uh, for Throwback Thursday. I'm an 80s baby in a 70, 70s Mercedes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I was, an 80, I was a kid of the 80s. And my first concert was actually going to Wichita Falls High School in North Texas and watching Alabama. Cool. Perform. I was probably four years old, I guess. If you're gonna play From 1984, in 1984, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. If you're gonna play in that Texas, the guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. So rolls enough that both are faded love, and that's all dance. And that's Throwback Thursday. In Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. live. Hey, welcome back, kids. It's me, Fitz Navidad. And there's Dasher Drew, Blitz mm-hmm. and Bethany right over there, the, uh, the mouth from the south. And wherever you are, uh, real quick, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, it's send a selfie time. Like, if you hear my voice right now, wherever you're hearing it, do this for me and send me a selfie. And just post it on my page, facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. I don't know if y'all know, but I am a basketball coach and my little, uh, little baby's basketball team we're still trying to come up with a name and they have a lot of questions about christmas the kids do oh yeah for their basketball coach yeah interesting we well i'm a different basketball coach but before uh, practice actually started we started talking about christmas i don't know how it happened we started talking about santa before we even touched the basketball and they have some questions and and i was wondering maybe if we could you know answer some some of these christmas questions for for the children okay you, and you gotta know there's a bunch of kids listening right now too right mm-hmm. um so, Drew, I'm going to kick it off with you. Uh, Drew, um, yeah. why is Santa so fat? Can you answer that for all the kids? Well, it takes a ton of energy to perform all the gift delivery that he does on that night. So he actually bulks up for Christmas. Santa carries uh, about 50 less pounds all okay. year round. He actually builds for Christmas. Yeah, it's like hibernation. Yeah. Right. Um, and, kids, I'll, I'll tell you another reason Santa's really fat, because, you know, all the cookies and stuff and little treats that, that you leave for Santa Claus... He eats all those. Yeah, then there's that. Yeah, and then, then Mrs. That. Claus, that's her responsibility, is to get him, you know, and not only that, but it's really cold up there. She likes to fatten her man yeah, up. He got a little extra layer, you know, to yeah. keep him warm. Mm-hmm. She likes to grab onto it. Yeah, yeah. she might like a little muffins. Okay. Um, all right, what about this? How does Santa get down uh, the <laughs> chimney? So many kids want to know how Santa Magic. Claus really gets down the chimney. Yeah, I always had this uh, question for my folks because we had a chimney that had a grate on top. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they said it's magic. He can actually make himself very small if he needs to. He does that little twinkle in his nose, shrinks way down, drops in, grows back up. Oh, see, I've yeah. always thought that he just kind of lubes up the chimney and 
you know, no. kind of squeezes right down. I mean, well, I was having this discussion with our kids because uh, we were watching the Polar Express and they were asking some questions about Santa Claus. And I said, look, I mean, let, let's let's face it. This is one guy that's got to make it around the world in one night and deliver all those gifts and visit all those homes. I said, so obviously it's magic. He's magic. I mean, yes. you know. God made Santa Claus magic whenever he gave him the job. And that's right. And he gets to live like forever until he passes it down to somebody else if he wants to. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean Santa's got that option. You know, it's kind of like the pope. He could, you know, yeah. right. But he can't resign like the pope. Remember the no. pope resigned a while back. That's right. Anyway, I I remember thinking Santa as a little never kid resigned. that I had trapped my parents with that question. I said, "Well, what about people who don't have chimneys?" Cuz I had some friends who didn't have chimneys at their house. And my mom told me that Santa, he would shrink himself down and come through the keyhole in their front door. Mm -hmm. But I learned she might have been wrong. She might have made that up because the movie The Santa Claus, they show that he just makes a chimney appear. He can can manifest a chimney in your house. Absolutely. He's all about the chimney. Mm -hmm. Uh, And finally, um, how does Santa Claus fly? And and kids, I'll tell you right now, he's got secret, like, uh, magic... Christmas dust. It's that dust that you see that just shines and sparkles at night under the sleigh. That is the secret magic dust, along obviously with the reindeer that chug and chug and chug and get Santa Claus speed, but it's the actual dust that gives them the ability to, you know, fly everywhere. Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think we answered a whole bunch of questions? Yeah. Uh-huh. Christmas is taken care of, kids. Yeah. Any more questions? Direct them here. We'll answer them. (laughs) Give us the tough ones. All all your Christmas questions now. Hit us up on the request line. (laughs) The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. What's up, Drew? What's up? You know what you're getting ready for. That's right. You're getting ready for the Thursday reality Reality check. check. It is going to be cold all across the country. Temperatures are forecasted to drop below freezing in portions of all 50 states. Wow, ice ice baby. Yeah, did you feel it? Did you notice? Because last night and this morning, uh, all 50 states had at least somewhere within them that had freezing temperatures. You're kidding. Yeah, yeah including that the amazing part is Hawaii had uh, the top. No, and then Hawaii was the top of uh, Mount uh, Mauna Loa, right? So the top of a mountain. Uh, Florida had the panhandle. These are places that don't see a lot of freezing mm-hmm. temperatures, so it's kind of surprising. It's just a massive cold snap everywhere. My mom always, uh, she calls them blue northers. Oh, we're going to get a blue norther tonight. And <laughs> I'm, I was always like, what is a blue what? norther? Well, it's a blue norther. Isn't it a cold that front? Yeah, that see, sounds cold to me, blue is norther. It, is it even a thing? It have, sounds like I'm it. Looking it up. Have you ever heard of? It sounds very. Excuse me. North, Sorry. That was, that was what a blue norther sounds like right there. Yeah, when it comes in. It's, <laughs> it's Christmas. Magical. It's Christmas music. Right. <laughs> Every time a cold front comes in, this is what you. Yeah. Uh, so now when people say, well, I thought it was supposed to be uh, climate change or global warming, explain the difference uh, between climate and weather. You uh, may, Do you want me to do it? Go ahead. Well, the, uh, climate is is the measurement of She's weather right. for. What? There is a, such a thing as a blue norther. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a fast-moving cold front that causes temperatures to drop dramatically and quickly. See, my whole life, that's Never knew. Well, I was always petrified of the blue norther. I bet Mama was right about a lot of things wow. you thought she was wrong. Dang. I Mama's... always thought that little wacky lady was 
just making something up. <laughs> well, now, I, I forgot to tell you all this. She claims to have psychic powers. She might be on to something. And I'm thinking about calling her up and letting her do some psychic readings, you know, for the show, my mm-hmm. mother. But anyway, going back to the, uh, the weather, excuse me, climate is the measurement of, of weather for an extended period of time or years. Weather is more of a uh, sort of temporary in the Immediate. now thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So when people say, what about global warming? Well, you need to realize the difference between weather and climate. Right. So weather is like your calendar and, yeah. or excuse me, climate's like your calendar and weather's like your watch. Climate's like your calendar, you weather's like your watch. See? Mm-hmm. And that changes everything. Well, did you do anything to bundle up in the cold or what? Uh, yeah, I stayed in bed until I had to, had to leave. That's what I did. You get yourself a little cold movie, you mm-hmm. know, the snuggle ones. Now, what about uh, the Ace Man? Do you ever give him sweaters? Does he he does. Oh, he has a, a poofy jacket. He has like a, a little yeah. black poofy jacket. His mom has a matching one. It's very cute when they wear them together. Must be nice to be able to buy your dog like an UGG poofy jacket for your dog. Pretty sure it's not it's name like brand. insulated. <laughs> Oh, I saw. It's pretty nice. Better my dogs. <laughs> Better than my jacket. <laughs> you got time for one more, Drew. Sorry, we were talking about the weather. Well, the campfire, uh, which is, of course, the deadliest fire in U.S. history, wow. the number uh, of, of casualties actually came down a little bit as they clarified some confusion over some of the remains. Uh, the number now stands at 85, and uh, the missing is now still down around 11 people. But that's impressive because it was over 1,000, and we were talking, how could people still be missing? Pretty much cleared up, showed up, people are all right, 11 people left. There you go, the Thursday reality check. Now, it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. Blake Shelton's always pretty good about answering personal questions, and uh, People Magazine was chatting with him, and... He started uh, getting into uh, some details about his very first job, and I wonder what it was. My first job was roofing houses in Ada, Oklahoma. I did it for two summers. Made me want to be a country singer. <laughs> Favorite hobby is deer hunting. Favorite thing to cook is nachos. Favorite sports team is the Arizona Cardinals. First concert I ever attended was Sawyer Brown in Ada, Oklahoma. First album I ever bought with my own money was Ted Nugent, Cat Scratch Fever. And there you go. Everything you ever wanted to know about Mr. Blake Shelton. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Can't believe he wasn't a Cowboys fan, though. Being well, that close to Texas like he was growing well, up. Well, you know, Oklahoma sometimes. And they get a choice, right? Yeah. They don't have a, a, That's right. a NFL team. They get to choose which state they want. <laughs> That's right. Just pick your state. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really sad. News came out that uh, the National Transportation Safety Board has determined that pilot error was partly to blame for the helicopter crash that killed Troy Gentry in 2017. They said there was a throttle malfunction, but they believe that this chopper still could have landed safely. And investigators say the pilot cut the engine too soon during the landing, and that led to the uncontrolled descent. Just absolutely heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. We were we were uh, talking before the show, and I said, you know, why would he, why, you know, want you know, get in that thing? And then I was like, well, the helicopter dude came to you, and he's like, hey, you want to get in? I'll fly you right over there. I mean, right? It's maybe one of those in the moment things. Yeah, he's so, like, I have nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna get ready for my show in a little while. Sure, why not? You know, sounds exciting. Yeah, yeah, so sad. I'll just never forget the the images of you know his little girl and his wife. You know, at the funeral and the looks on their faces. It's just it's just so sad. Um, all right. Did you ever think that you would see Tim McGraw 
doing country music in Cuba. Well, he's going to Cuba. He's bringing fans with him. He's calling it a concert and cultural event because he's going to feature some local artists as well. Cool. Interesting. And uh, I've always heard that Cuba, as far as the, the, the Caribbean is concerned, it's like the most beautiful place ever, but we've never really been allowed you mean to like go. The beaches, yes, mm-hmm. but we've never, you know, been allowed to really go over there, right? We had it for a minute, and then it kind of got pulled back a little bit, and we'll probably eventually fix Seems the like relationship. We're going that yeah. direction. I want to see Chris Stapleton in Cuba, Cuba, Cuba. All right, there you go. We just took you straight out of country. This happens live. Hi everyone, this is Keith Evan. This is Old Dominion. I'm Carrie Underwood. Cole Swindell. Lady Annabella. Luke Bryan. This is Garth Brooks. Now back to the Fitz Show. I will be a P1 for life. Life is funnier with Fitz. F-I-E with a C. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Welcome back to the show. Uh, you can find me... On Twitter, you can search if you like Twitter, search two words. Follow Fitz. Again, that's two words. <laughs> Follow Fitz. Stand by. We got what are you kidding me stories of the day happen in minutes and um, they are breaking what are you kidding me stories. I do have several audio scraps I'd like to get to today. Here, let's see. Um, this will make you this is gonna change everything the way you look at your cell phone. Okay, here's James Corden talking about how a brand new study says a toilet seat is seven times cleaner than what? According to a recent study, the average cell phone is nearly seven times dirtier than, brace yourselves, a toilet. Yeah, that's apparently true. Although there's an easy solution, just rinse off your phone in the toilet. That's... <laughs> now, these studies, what exactly? All right, there you go. I mean, he's, he's really got a point. You'll be amazed at how much of you know of people's personal stuff is all over your phone. It's an accumulation because you're constantly touching that phone. So everything else you're touching throughout oh. the day, you other things, and then you're always touching that phone. It's always going to the phone. It's just breeding. It's just sporing when, things coming and out then of people it. People put it up to their face. Oh, oh god! Who does that? Who talks on a cell phone? <laughs> yeah, everybody has it on speaker. These oh yeah. Don't we text each other now? Who wants to talk? <laughs> Who even talks? Right. All right, I thought this was interesting. Another audio scrap. Um, you guys know the Law & Order sound effect? It was a lot harder to create than people actually think. It's a combination of over 10 sounds, including a gavel, a jail door slamming, and 500 Japanese monks walking across a hardwood floor. I am not even kidding. You made that last part up. No, I'm not. They they really wanted it to uh, They wanted to create the, the effect of like a judge's gavel. Or like a jail cell locking, and here it is, folks. Oh, the sound. I don't get I don't monks even, out of it. I don't either, but I, oh, I, I can hear him. get the jail cell. Here, one more time. I hear him walking. Oh, did you hear him? I heard the little monks walking, clearly. <laughs> kind of shuffling? Are they marching or shuffling? They're shuffling, man. Okay. What kind of shoes do they have on? Do they have hardwood shoes on? Do they None. Have They're monks. Sneakers? <laughs> <laughs> Monks don't wear. Yeah, they wear sandals. Do they? Yeah. I always think of them. I picture them barefoot. Um, all right, uh, Jimmy Fallon. He was joking a few nights ago about the uh, the new Democratic uh, possible contenders for 2020. Let's get to some news. A new poll found that the top three Democratic contenders for president in 2020 are Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> 
Biden's got the best experience, Bernie's got the best fundraising, and Beto's got the best chance of being alive in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now... Here's and now, my now, daddy. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. I am, of course, standing by with the news that did not make the news. Out of Pennsylvania, once was lost, but now I'm found. A dude's wallet fell out of his pocket on a roller coaster at Hershey Park in Pennsylvania four years ago. That it was gone forever. Well, it was. Well. You can't ever expect that back. Well, the staff... Just found it. And like to Starbucks, the they found it underneath the roller coaster. A little bird had kind of picked it up, tried to use it as a, you know. Fake ID? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his Starbucks gift card with an 87-cent balance was still in there. <laughs> Is that not the coolest thing ever? Impressive. <laughs> All right, page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Switzerland. But first, let me take a selfie. A hotel, and I'm actually all about this story. I'm so excited about this. There's a hotel chain in Switzerland, and they're offering a social media sitter service, meaning that they will actually post the perfect photos for you, sit there, follow you around the hotel like a little paparazzi, update your Instagram story and stuff, reply to comments and everything for you the entire time you were there. Was that, would that be amazing? I love it, except the comment part. Like, I don't want them speaking in my voice, but I love, I, I don't, I'm really bad about taking those pictures. I would love to have my own paparazzi doing it for just me. Just walking around and, hey, that's really a good shot. Let's post it. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? People just handling all your social media for you. I think yes. it's weird. I'm sorry. Huh? I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be kind of personal. I mean, I think it's just weird. Oh, I want people to catch me, you know, with the sunsets. and I love it. I like it. You know, Mm -hmm. the gym equipment. I don't need anyone following me around. All right, let's go stage some stuff like I'm working out in the gym. I'm going to go in here for 10 minutes. Get some good ones, okay? (laughs) Give me that spray on sweat. (laughs) And there you go, folks. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Show. He's hilarious. Break it up, son. Break out the rally. Now back to the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. All right, send us a selfie right now. Just a selfie. Just to you know, let us know that you're there and stuff. Snap what you, uh, yeah, or excuse me. No, don't snap what you see. Send us a selfie. Mm-hmm. And you can do that. Just go to Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Follow Fitz. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just give it a follow. Check it out. No, no. Less is more. All right. Ready? We do it one more time. Follow Fitz. Yeah. That way, you know, it'll maybe stick in their mind, you know. Because you could follow me there, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Just literally those words. Mm-hmm. And do you remember a couple of days ago, you went to celebrate um, your grandfather's 90th? 90th. 
90th birthday party. Yes. And so what, you went out there, you had a good time with your grandpa, you saw your grandma. Yeah, I had a great time with both of them. Uh, of course, grandpa was the focus of the event. He's 90, uh, really fit and with it for 90, but, you know, works every day. But all of a sudden, Drew sends me this text message last night. He's like, listen, I got to tell you something about my grandma. He goes, I forgot to tell you. But he says, when I, and he said, I learned about this when I was at my grandfather's 90th birthday party. He goes, when I tell you about this, he goes, it's going to blow your mind. You will not even believe me. So now I'm like, oh my God, what, what is going on with your granny? So my, someone pried this out of her. She was telling a little story and, and someone in the family got her going on this. But here's the story. In the mid-1960s, my grandma and grandpa were living in the Seattle area, which is home to Boeing, right? The Boeing company. Sure, makes, make the, make make the big airplanes. And something that Boeing um, also makes is a lot of military stuff. And at the time, they were making stuff for the space program. Well, something that Boeing won the contract for and made was the moon buggy. That's the buggy that you see the astronauts driving on the moon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? They, they designed it. They manufactured it. They only ever made three moon buggies. Well, guess what? My grandmother worked on the moon buggy. <gasps> she actually was, she worked on the team that built all three of the NASA space moon buggies. She saw them, she got to touch it, she and all saw that them, stuff. She touched them, she worked on them, she assembled them, and all of that. Well, right at the end of the program, they had all three buggies in one room, and it was a secure space, and it was also a clean room space. So you had to be in there in your, uh, you know, the, the coveralls with your hair covered and all that stuff. Well, at one time, right at the end, just as they were about to take these buggies away, my grandmother was left alone with the moon buggies. Absolutely true story. And she, you know, she kind of looked around, she thought... Why not? She reached up under her hair cover. She plucked three hairs out of her own head. And she put one hair in the front strut of each moon buggy. Wow. Her own personal hair in the buggy. Nobody was around. She looked around. As she was doing it, she says, she heard a from behind her. She turns around and she sees her supervisor standing there. Her boss, the boss man, saw her do this. Did they fire her on the spot? No. (laughs) Now, this is the part of the story she's not willing to commit to, but she says there may or may not be three of his hairs in there, too. Point being, right now, on the moon. Your DNA. DNA. My DNA is on the moon. So there are three buggies. One is at the Boeing Space Center. One is, I think, at Houston or one of the other space centers, or it might be the Smithsonian. The other one is sitting on the moon right now. So, like, your DNA or whatever could be, like, festering some sort of bacteria cell right now, and you are alien life. Yeah, or in 100 million years when aliens decide to clone humans from what they find on the moon, they're going to make my granny. (laughs) You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebooks and Instagrams and Twitters. Maybe Snapchat. Yes, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly about the show and your questions, comments, and concerns. Uh, This is actually from a nine-year-old kid named Davis. Hey, Fitz. I heard you say to write you on Facebook, so I did. I have a great name for your kid's basketball team. The Butt Hairs. Thanks, Davis. Wow, thanks for your contribution. Thank you, Davis. No, I think it's great. Go ahead and run that by the parents and see what they think. Davis, I just thank you for writing me, little buddy. You you can write me anytime you want. I mean, 
And, and I am looking for, I mean, I've gotten some amazing suggestions today. And uh, yeah, the, um, my babies are five and six, and that, that's the, the age group that I'm teaching and coaching. So if you got any good ideas, kind of like the butt hairs, you know, or, you know, maybe some different ones. I just don't know if we can put that on a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see. Michaela. Michaela, hey, Fitz, I kind of agree with Drew about celebrity news, but not all the way. Most of it's pretty stupid. But every once in a while, I learn something really interesting about someone that I'm interested in. And besides, aren't you just taking yourself out of a job when you say, nobody wants to hear this crap? Oh. um, Drew, are you taking yourself out of a job? Uh, what does she I, mean by that? I don't get it. What like am I? Taking... What does she mean? Uh, what does she mean? Oh well, maybe she's saying that's why we exist here on the radio is to talk about country music stars. I mean, she might have a point. I don't mean it's all bad. I just mean the stuff like you what know, she ate for dinner. Yeah, what they have for dinner. What what movies they like to watch on their tour bus. I mean, I, I just I can't imagine anyone's into that. A lot of people are really you know hyper excited about certain celebrities besides just their music and stuff like they want to know what they do in their everyday life what they eat you know i guess uh, when you uh, find out that they like something like you do that's kind of cool well i think it's more that um i don't know you're just kind of interested in in the normal stuff that people you know you kind of get to know someone better by their favorite movie Right. If you know, find out their favorite song, you kind of get to know them better. You know, you're like, oh, okay. That's true. Human eyes. Do you like Marilyn Manson? You know what it is? All it's right. Re- it's, really about, it's really about the person doing the interview. That's what matters, getting getting that information out of them. So Can, you're saying I should be mad at you for asking silly questions? Is that yes. what you're saying? Not me. Everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got one more from Cynthia. Cynthia says, Bethany needs to do another Mommy Minute segment. About kids and Christmas presents. I really liked her thing about the Santa gift. Every year I say that uh, I'm going to take it easy on the gifts, but every time I go overboard, I'm really worried that I'm spoiling my little brats. Cynthia, what what was the thing she was referring to with the? I was talking about how um, I was reading an article and a lady uh, was talking about how she works really hard with her husband to give her to to give her kids you know you know the best gifts and the things that they want. Yeah. But a lot of times, you know, they wake up and and they're excited, but a lot of their gifts are from like maybe in the stocking or stocking stuffers dollar store, you know, and and some more economical, you know, places to shop. Right. And uh, Santa Claus also uh, doesn't ever bring big toys. And the the reason being, um, her son went over to the next door neighbor's house. He was thrilled with Christmas and then went to the next door neighbor's house and they had a Nintendo Wii and Santa brought it. And so he had tears in his eyes. He wanted to know why even because he had asked for a wee and he wanted to know why Santa skipped him, you know. And he so thought she, he did something wrong. Right. right. He thought, he said, you know, I've been good all year. Have I been bad? Did I not know? And that broke her heart, of course. So she said, you know what? I wish more parents wouldn't make, you know, whenever whenever Santa brings gifts, you know, ask Santa for the normal gifts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because um, let the big gifts be from parents. You know, that way it's easier to explain that kind of stuff. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, what have we learned today for Thursday, December 6, 2018? Let us know what you picked up uh, from our show today, please. I learned uh, during the what are you kidding me stories of the day that um that a large larger woman in in, in Pennsylvania just pled guilty to killing her 120-pound boyfriend by basically um, crushing him. 
goodness. Yeah. It sounds horrible. Poor little guy. Poor little guy. That is something. You don't hear that every day. I mean, honestly, you just kind of see that stuff in memes. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. But uh, there you go. Drew, what have we learned today? Well, going against everything I normally say, during uh, Straight Outta Country, I learned some very interesting th- facts about Blake Shelton. I learned that his favorite thing to cook is nachos. My favorite thing to cook is also nachos. Nacho so cheese. Blake and I have that in common. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Blake, that'll be a great interview question. Blake, let me tell you. Do you know you love nachos? And do you know that I love nachos? What's your favorite topic? <laughs> same time. Say it at the same time. Right, ready? Go. Jalpenos. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was just going to say cheese. <laughs> What's up, Bethany? The mouth from the south. What did we learn today? I learned that uh, Drew's granny's DNA is on the moon. That's right. This is the strangest story ever. Real quick, quick recap. Very quick. My grandma worked on the moon buggies, the little cars they drove on the moon, and she put one of her own hairs inside the buggy right before they sent it to the moon. Couldn't that have like possibly hurt something, like done something to the heat shield or something? Your, your granny could have tainted the entire mission. Possible. She's a risk taker. Tainted granny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody have a great day. Uh, and, and before I head out, if anybody has any good suggestions on what I can name my little kids, my, my baby's basketball team. Yeah, keep it clean. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm open to it. Some, some really cool suggestions. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. See you tomorrow for the Friday show. Mm-hmm. It's going down. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.